from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Welcome to America Works, interviews with contemporary workers throughout the United States collected by the library's American Folklife Center as part of its occupational folklife project. This is AFC staff folklorist Nancy Gross, and this America Works podcast features excerpts from a longer interview with Kamla Ehu, who was interviewed by oral historian John McCurley from the University of Iowa's Labor Center as part of his Archie Green Fellowship project documenting recent immigrant workers in Iowa's meatpacking industry. Mr. Ehu was born in the West African nation of Togo, where he attended college, earned a master's degree, and became a respected high school teacher. However, despite his success, conditions in Togo did not enable him to earn enough money to support his family. Intrigued by America and the chance to better himself, he entered the diversity lottery. Run by the U.S. government, the lottery permits a small number of qualified immigrants to come to the United States each year. After playing the lottery for 10 years, he won an immigration slot. In this podcast, he talks about how he raised the funds necessary to pay his way to the United States, how he found work on the picnic line in a giant Midwestern meatpacking plant, which remains one of America's most grueling jobs, and how grateful he is to be an American worker. His interview is a reminder of how much some of our neighbors have sacrificed to achieve a better life for themselves and their families as they pursue the American dream. Uh, yeah, I got, first of all, my uh, uh, bachelor degree uh, in linguistics. Mm. Then uh, I continued to have my master's degree in linguistics. And uh, I sat for uh, government completion and uh, I, I was selected. So I became a high school teacher and teaching English as a second language. Mm. It's, it's very difficult. It's not like here. And uh, uh, when I was, uh, I was teaching, I hold for me alone up to 600 uh, students. 600 students, me alone. And we have up to 200 students in one single classroom. Very difficult to manage. And uh, it is not like here where machine can grade. So after uh, an examination, I have up to 1,000 piles of papers to correct all night. And at the end of the month, you go to, to, to the bank, what you earn does not even reach uh, two weeks before you spend everything. You have to pay your rent, you have to take care of your family. Uh, and Af African family is big. Not only your spouse and your children, but you have your parents, your nephew and all those things and because uh, not everybody is 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 uh, is working to end uh, on mentally basis so uh, you are the only person everybody is looking at so is that the, the situation has become unbearable and i say i have to think otherwise uh, i cannot become any anything uh, if I continue that way. So uh, for that reason, I started playing the lottery visa. 
And when, when, when was that you, that you yeah, decided I, to make that decision? I started playing the lottery visa around 2000, 2001. Yeah. And I played for 10 good years. Oh. Yes, before I was eventually selected. And uh, this is how I get here. I won in 2011. Okay. Yeah. So I came over here uh, December 3rd, 2011. It wasn't easy. I nearly missed it because um, I, was the, I was among those last groups that should come that year. And uh, like I said it, a mere civil servant in, 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 in Togo, you don't have that much mean to, to come over. And uh, moreover, before coming to her, you need some, to have someone here by whom you should stay uh, from the beginning. And uh, to find that person too, it wasn't easy. So I talked to one of uh, my uh, colleague teacher who has a brother over here, which is Tajere. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he said, my friend, don't worry. I have a brother over there. I will just connect you with him. And he accepted to, to host me, to, 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 to um, he accepted to accommodate me. Yeah. So uh, now how, how to pay a visa fee and whatever. I had to sell my properties. Mm. I had to sell my uh, land. Yes. And so far it doesn't reach because when people know that you are desperate, mm. they don't give the right value of what you are selling. Mm. So I sell all my properties, but I couldn't, I couldn't meet the needed amount. So I went back to my colleague again, I say, and I plead to him to come and back me so that I get loan from bank. And uh, he agreed, though uh, he was a little bit afraid because I'm leaving. What if I didn't pay? So, but because he knows me, he has confidence in me and he knows that I'm coming to live with uh, his brother. He accepted, he backed me and I took loan from the bank. This is how I managed to make it and make ends meet and come over. It was your first job working at um, the, the meatpacking plant? Yes. Here? You know, the problem over here is that uh, whenever you come, uh, yeah, from Africa, uh, your degrees no more matter. Yeah, you cannot just come over with your degree and find whatever it is here. So you have to start everything over. So the only opportunity for us to work quickly and pay back our debts is to join the milk packaging plant. When I came, they, they tell me that, uh, well, you have, to f you have to forget about your, your title of teacher mm -hmm. and uh, see life differently. I say, okay, uh, in the first two weeks, it wasn't easy in my mind that uh, leaving my student and become a meat cutter. Uh, but uh, I said, if this is the price, why not? So I just uh, forget about all those uh, uh, positions that I have. And uh, when I started any, I say, no, I'm a meat cutter, but I end my life more than when I used to be a high school teacher. I have honor as a teacher. I was respected.
by students, by parents. But financially, I was poor. But now I'm, I'm just a meat cutter. But I make ends meet. I, 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 I feed my families. And I, 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 I'm at ease. All those who come here with the lower visa are educated people. And uh, most of them have uh, uh, university degrees. So uh, they are more open-minded. They know that uh, this is not where they should finish their life. This is just uh, a step in the process to, to the American dream. Yeah, if I have to, uh, I want to add something is that uh, United States is a great country. It's a country of dream. And uh, any person can come here and become somebody. But it, it takes determination. And also uh, education is also key to success. So uh, the only thing I can say again is to thank you and thank everybody. And uh, it's for me a pleasure. But uh, the only uh, bad news you can hear is that I'm here alone and my family is still back home uh, because of uh, the broken immigration system. It's not easy to join families. I'm, 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 I'm having two, uh, two boys and one girl and my spouse who are back home in Africa. I'm still working hard for them to come over, but they are still not here yet. You've been listening to meat cutter and packing plant worker Kamla Sam Ehu, who was interviewed by oral historian John McCurley as part of his Archie Green Fellowship project to document recent immigrant workers in Iowa's meatpacking industry. To hear the complete interview with Mr. Ehu, as well as in-depth interviews with other recent immigrants from Africa, Asia, and Latin America who are working in the meatpacking plants of Iowa and Illinois, please visit www.loc.gov forward slash folklife, or just search online for the Occupational Folklife Project. This is folklorist Nancy Gross. On behalf of the American Folklife Center, thank you for listening to America Works. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.